But let's first pause uh, to be still and to come before God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come from scattered places and fragmented lives to you. We thank you for your loving presence with us and we pray with one heart and mind that we might be open to your word and our hearts may be ready to receive that which is gift from you to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, there may be no people in church today, but uh, I'm surrounded by three prayer stations which have been created by local children. Uh, there are three crosses which each follow a different theme. And the first cross has the theme of the family of God. Today of all days, we're conscious of the significance of family and we give thanks for the love that is shared. And the love that is shared is often a painful love, and particularly today when so many people can't gather together physically in each other's homes. But the words of the cross speak of God's vision for family life and describe what the church family is at its very best. And you'll see these words on those crosses. Wash one another's feet. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Carry one another's burdens. Encourage one another daily. And Jesus' words, love one another as I have loved you. When, you. when you think about that, it's really summed up by putting others' needs above your own. And that, says Jesus, is the way to find life in all its fullness. And as with God's help we seek to do that, we will find that life. We will learn to live that life in a way that maybe these circumstances are enabling us to do, perhaps more than ever before. That's the first area. Um, it's so moving to witness these very things happening in actions both great and small in our church family, in our own families, and in the wider community. And you'll have seen stories on the news and on the, the social media that's uh, around, giving tremendous encouragement to us all to love one another. I think this time of crisis brings huge stress on all relationships, but we are witnessing a real outpouring of care and kindness toward one another. Uh, love and laughter are being seen uh, and all sorts of creative thinking is going on as to, way, as to way, the ways we can actually demonstrate that, uh, that kindness and that love for each other. So perhaps at some part today you might want to pause and to think about one way that you have been a recipient of that love that has been shown to you by another. So the second of the crosses has around the theme of the wisdom of God. And the theme of this station is Jesus' parable of the two builders. You remember in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7, Jesus tells the story of the person who uh, builds his house on the rock and the builder who builds his house on the sand. He's in a rush to get things done, 
doesn't take care and doesn't listen really to the basic mechanics of what building is all about. And then comes a terrifying storm. And uh, I'm sure for many people, for us all in different ways, it feels like there's a huge storm uh, has been building and is now raging across our nation and across indeed our world. Waves of fear are crashing everywhere. We don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know how long it's, how bad it's going to be. And so naturally we feel that sense of fear. The effects are being felt, of course, right across every sector of our business, our economy, our education, our uh, most vulnerable and the poorest are clearly being affected in incredibly serious ways. And people living on their own are finding that sense of isolation impacted all the more. We need to hear words that will give us wisdom for these times. And Jesus encourages us through his parables to understand God's wisdom for life. But that comes with that imperative to put things into practice. It's, it's all fine listening to wisdom and knowing wisdom. But Jesus says, you know, what, what good is that if it's not put into practice? It's like a person who hears the word of God but doesn't put it into practice. It's like a person who builds their house on sand. You know, that storm will just wash it away. And so to be able to hear God's word and to act it out is vital. We are incredibly blessed to have so many resources that can give us that wisdom. Not only the things that we're used to, but also now new resources being produced by the Church of England, for example, the 24-7 prayer movement. Uh, all over the place there are things that we can access easily and find that they will feed us. I, mean, I was um, blessed this morning, my uh, son-in-law sent me a message uh, to me personally uh, and it spoke of the way in which Moses had been crying out to God saying how can I lead these people you know so you not let me know who who you will send with me I need some help in this I certainly feel like that and I'm very thankful for all the people who are uh, together working so hard in our church to uh, bring God's word and God's encouragement and God's love to people. But the answer that uh, God gave to Moses, as quoted in Exodus 33 verse 14, uh, he says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And that was uh, a message to me that really spoke powerfully just this morning from my son-in-law, Joff. So we can encourage each other uh, and really help one another by being uh, creative in the ways that we can use God's word to bless one another. But as a church, we're looking to uh, create an environment where each day there will be, at uh, 10 o'clock each morning, a short um, uh, broadcast of what we're calling Bread for Today. This will be something that different people from Christchurch will be putting together and uh, sharing something of God's word, but also how they're putting it into practice in their everyday lives and their front lines and the situations that they're in and, uh, and ways that are working that help to encourage us to know how we also can learn to live 
that life. So that's a good thing to look out for each day at 10 o'clock in the morning. I really hope that will help us feel connected together as well as a church family. So maybe in this time it's important uh, an opportunity for us to pause and to feed on God's word and to pray, to be still and to intercede for others so that we might know the wisdom of God and find ways of putting that into practice. Thirdly then, the third and final station is entitled The Power of God. And on this cross are the words, He is risen. Those words are next to the empty tomb. There's a striking reminder, of course, of the Christian hope, the Easter hope that we have, that Christ is risen and that he has overcome our greatest enemy, death. And though it's, it's hard to say that even if what we all fear most happens to us and our bodies can't fight the coronavirus and we are not able to withstand that enemy, the power of God in us will overcome death itself. We can trust the promises of God. We can trust that what God's word tells us and what Christ's life, death and resurrection proclaim are true. And I want us to pause for a moment now and be inspired by the faith of the Apostle Paul, who's writing to the church in Rome, a city that was under huge uh, pressure at this time, that was filled with illness and disease. Its drains were those terrible places. It was an appalling place to live. The Christians also were facing persecution, danger, uh, imprisonment, everything that you can ever imagine. And yet Paul is able to write to them in Romans chapter 8, words that I'm sure will be familiar to many. Let me read them as we listen. I'm reading from Romans 8 and verse 30, 30, uh, 35, yeah, verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither things present nor the future, nor any powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can we trust the promises of God? We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thanks be to God. Amen.